Thank you so much to our sponsors, McMahon Law Firm, The Insiders, helping you get every dollar you deserve, 265-1100. And RC2 Realty Solutions, real estate investments. Robin Ring's got a brand new thing. Call 531-1722. Hello, folks. Yes, I know it's hard to tell, but you have found Rockyology. We are here inside this cavernous space, this dark pit inside this mighty mountain. I've lost my light source. I don't know what happened. I just had it here a second ago and just dropped it and it doesn't work anymore. So kids, check your packs, check your bags and see if you have an alternative light source because we are trapped in the inky blackness of this great cave. You can't see diddly squat nothing. All I can do is hear the faint strains of what seems to be cars. I think the cavern is filled with cars. My God, it's full of stars. My God, it's full of stars. Cars. I said cars. Jeez, we.
again. Let there be light. Thank you, little Johnny. Happened to have that little flexi bendo stick light thing there in his pack. So we've got a little bit of glow here inside the cavern now. And yes, it was indeed filled with the cars. Shooby-doo leading into Candio. The cars didn't always rock as hard as I felt like they should. But on that one, I'm going to give them credit. I'm going to give them extra special credit for the album cover. The Vargas album cover to Candio. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check it out. Rockyology with Nuga's own Jeff Styles, digging into deeper cuts, demos, alternative takes, the live stuff, B-sides from classic rock albums, the occasional tapping into the richest veins of new music as well. I am here, moi, El Jefe, and also the Argonaut. Jason is here as well. Good morning and good afternoon and good evening and good day to you, sir. Good night. Very glad to have you here. And uh, we're going to go and do what we normally do. We'll just play incredibly fine music that most of you have never heard before in your entire lives. That's what we do. We go digging through the debris piles of rock, the rock piles as it were, so you don't have to. Is there hazard pay involved? None. As a matter of fact, if you've not noticed, there's very little pay involved at all. See what I got. I got a couple of onesies in here for you. Let me, I'll get them out of here in a second. Um, I had this strange sort of dreamy memory of this, and a lot of my memories are like this. Um, I wasn't sure if it was real. I'm serious. I'm serious. I had this memory of me and my mom sitting in the living room of our old house when I was, what, 12, 13 years old, and seeing Elton John and Cher doing Benny and the Jets. Now, surely that didn't really happen, right? Incorrect. Here on Rockyology, we know how to Google it up on the interwebs and do some research. We do some researching into this stuff, so we know what we're talking about when we're talking about it. Or at least we could. More often than not, we really don't. We're just taking blind shots. But I did find this. Elton John still ascending his massive career ladder, meeting up with Cher on her variety TV show, and doggone it, they sound good.
Cher, I'd just like to say that uh, I really enjoyed doing this show and I just didn't do it for the hundred dollars. You know? I, I, just, I just enjoyed flying over here especially for you and interrupting my Christmas vacation. Uh, you, know. you wouldn't do it for anybody but me, I right? wouldn't do it, really. I wouldn't do it for anybody else but you. much at the same exact time that Sir Elton, not yet a Sir, and Cher recently dumping Sonny for her variety TV show were doing their thing with Benny and the Jets, Warren Zevon was getting ready to release his first solo album. Actually his second, but only six people bought and heard the first album. Totally devoid of worth. Don't even mess with it. It was 1969. But Warren Zevon was getting ready to release his self-titled debut album that had that song on it, Join Me in L.A., and inventing pretty much single-handedly the California sound, the Eagles, Jackson Brown, Linda Ronstadt, just a host of others who all worshipped him and what he was doing in the studio and live Killer stuff from Warren Zevon. Now, here at Rockyology, one of the things I take pride in is trying to surprise you with artists that you think you know and letting them throw you the curveball and me sort of telling you what happened with that curveball after you've already whiffed on it. So let's do that now. Two fairly upbeat, pretty doggone rocking tunes from bands you don't remember rocking. Let's start off now with this one, and I'm not going to tell you who they are until after they're over. See it right now, and then you gotta teach about freedom. You 
Some of you, very few of you remember that. Some of you may have guessed that second cut was, yes, the Osmond brothers. Yep, Donnie and Marie and Tito and Jermaine and Harpo and Groucho and the whole bunch. Before that, that was bread. Yes, David Gates and bread. If if a picture paints a thousand words, baby, I'm a want you, baby, I'm a need you. I, I know singing ruins everything for me, but nobody knew that he could actually play that electric guitar that just sat there in the corner of their studio for two decades, and Mother Freedom, the name of that tune. So, the Osmonds and Bread can rock. Can you... Here at Rockyology, Rockyology with Nuga's own Jeff Styles, digging into deeper cuts, demos, alternative takes, the live stuff, B-sides from classic rock albums, and the occasional tapping into the richest veins of new music as well. Let's totally shift gears here, and let's move up into the early 90s now. And uh, here's a great example of a demo that I found and the quality of this demo is terrible. It is terrible. It sounds like literally a band called up on your old phone answering machine at your grandmother's house and left it there. And it still has enough power to 
top off the machine and into your ear holes and into your heart. Put it to you this way. If it was me and three or four other of my friends, all of whom are in the music business, and this is a band pitching their sound to us in the early 90s, and guess what? Music really sucked in the early 90s until grunge really kicked in and Nirvana was the best of the bunch. I would have gone all Heath Ledger Joker on everybody there and grabbed a number two lead pencil and killed everybody else and then just told the band, hey, it's just me listening. Come on over and sign these papers. That's how strongly I would feel about this, even though the quality is terrible. And then we're going to do something else we specialize here at Rockyology in. And that is actually letting you hear the lyrics to a song that you probably know by heart, but you've never really heard the lyrics to. Also Nirvana. Question. Yes. This is my favorite Nirvana song. The one we're about to play? Yes. How did you stumble across it? I don't know, Argonaut. I mean, I am start off the show, I'm in the middle of a massive dark cavern and I've lost my light. <laughs> Hi, I'm at the, the I'm at the foot of a great pyramid of massive size. I never know. I'm just exploring, and I kick stuff up out of the dirt. But no, seriously though, this is my favorite. Me too. Actually, it was mine when this album came out, and nothing has exploded on the scene since or before other than the Beatles, like Nirvana did. You could hum these songs in the age of grunge. <laughs> Yeah. 
1974, Susie Quattro, when she was still just a nasty biker chick, your mama won't like me. Now, the thing that is similar, your mama wouldn't like Susie Quattro when she was a nasty biker chick, and she sure wouldn't like Tori Amos either at any phase of her career. Now, Susie went on to become a household pet 
when she joined the cast of Happy Days as Leather Tuscadero, the rough-and-tumble street sister of Pinky Tuscadero, Fonzie's girlfriend in Happy Days. Let's not think about that right now. Let's just think about her going, ah, ah, ah. That's my favorite part of Susie Quattro right there. Your mama won't like me. Now, last week, last week, I said I was not into the idea of challenging the listeners to this show and this podcast at fredpodcast.com. Don't forget Rockyology and everything that we've archived up until now and Storyville, the other podcast we do once a week. Find it at fredpodcast.com. I was not into challenging the listeners and playing things that were difficult to wrap your brain around and saying, hey, this is good. Make yourself believe that it's good. Like, you know, playing some Yoko Ono and saying, you've got to like this to be a music snob like me. But I am going to actually challenge you just a little bit here. This is the latest release from Bruce Hornsby. It's been around for a little bit. But he, every single track of this album, he hooked up with different musicians, all of them very exploratory. This is not your grandfather's Bruce Hornsby, all right? This isn't Mandolin Rain. This isn't Valley Road. This isn't, you know, what was the name of his first big single? That's just the way it is. But, but, and, it, and it sounds very discordant, almost like it's a mistake for somebody to be rolling tape on this song, like he's just plinking around like some sort of performing monkey on the guitar, and it's just not really falling into a melody. It's not very pleasant to the ear. And then listen for the bass to hit. And for the chorus to rise. And I've said on previous shows that I'm a sucker for strings. And this song is called Meds. And most everybody I'm talking to right now here at Rockyology is on some kind of med. And you can probably relate to the lyrics to the song if you want to. Or you can just listen to the music. But once it hits the chorus and it rises, those Stinging, stabbing strings are so beautiful. They're so uplifting. I think you're going to enjoy this. It's going to be followed by the song that I go to when I'm trying to turn somebody on to the Grateful Dead. I'm just going to say this. When you listen to the next song, listen to every single instrument. The bass, both guitarists, both drummers, the keyboardists, they're all playing a lead at the same time. Yet it all comes together and makes sense. It's beautiful stuff here at Rockyology. I'm sitting here on the phone Just listening to the dial tone and if I dial, I hope I find nobody home mm. I've been in pain unceasing And I try to deep breathe The shape and texture makes a bottomless seed I can't take the murk, so whatever works, I'll take what you've got to tame the beast I serve. Yes, sir, sir. I've been loving, been loving you with a little help from the Mets, with a little help from some. Sympathetic souls embraced in a tender loving hole And it's got me on this road I've been straight ahead, out the bed Straight up and down, out the ground With a little help from some Sympathetic souls embraced in a loving tender hole Sounds 
rather feel nothing than this. Wanted to stop feeling, and we've all had that wish. Rusty squeeze box. <laughs> and then, suddenly, high above it, an oboe. A single note hanging there, unwavering. Until a clarinet took it over. sweetened it into a phrase of such delight. This was no composition by a performing monkey. This was a music I had never heard. 
filled with such longing, such unfulfillable longing. It seemed to me that I was hearing a voice of God.
Dead song, Unbroken Chain. As many times as I've seen the dead, the other ones, further all of their incarnations, Phil and friends, I've never seen them do that live. And I just absolutely adore that song. I described, I think, a, a week, a couple of weeks ago in Iraqiology, how I was at the college radio station. And a friend called in and requested a tune. It was last week. It was the Doobie Brothers, I Cheat the Hangman. And same thing, I had a cousin who I loved dearly, no longer with us. And he was a huge music fan and had this massive album collection and always listened on headphones. Let me say it again. Rockyology is a headphone zone. You will lose so much of what this show could potentially do for you as entertainment if you don't listen on headphones. That's the truth. And I'm doing my shift in college radio, and my cousin, who I didn't even know, knew I did a shift on college radio, calls and requests this song, Unbroken Chain by the Grateful Dead. And it just absolutely took my breath away. First of all, they're all playing a lead at the same time, and it makes sense. Secondly, I don't even know what some of that instrumentation is. What is that high-pitched thing that sounds like a spaceship landing that kind of comes and goes, but they don't overdo it? What is that that staccato, just rapid beat thing that's just percussion that just, that just drives it along, and it just comes and goes. They, they bring it up. They bring it down. I have no idea what those instruments are, even are. And Jerry Garcia's guitar playing, it's just understated. He doesn't go just whacked out zany crazy, and he just keeps it all contained within the song structure, but it gives you a great example of the style that he had that the that, that deadheads called crystal splinters. Very high, very fast, way down here on the fret. It's just beautiful. It truly, truly is. And Bruce Hornsby before that with meds, and I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did the first time I heard it. I, I'm like going, well, this is kind of a noisy beginning to a song. What are we going to do, some improvisational performance art jazz here? And then it just takes off. So Rockyology with Nuga's own Jeff Styles digging into deeper cuts, demos, alternative takes, the live stuff, B-sides from classic rock albums, the occasional tapping into the richest veins of new music as well. we got a couple of different terrestrial signals now. So we're taking over the world, one station, one set of ears at a time. You can find us at fredpodcast.com. Everything's archived. That we, This is number 16, show number 16 that we're doing right now, me and the Argonaut. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. I really am. Absolutely. That means that there's 16 Storyvilles, too. And just really feeling pumped about the way things are going. I'm going to leave you today with Ian Hunter from the band Mata Hoople. Mata Hoople was so huge in the UK, so massive in Europe. Never really quite made the jump over here to the same degree, but greatly respected by musicians. 
when Ian Hunter, the frontman, lead guitarist, and vocalist from Atahupal, was in the studio recording this, there were a couple of musicians nearby that were actually putting together an album, too. Their names were Roger Taylor, Brian May, and Freddie Mercury. And they respected this guy so much that they dropped what they were doing to come over and do vocals on this song. And I think you'll hear the background vocals sounding very much like Queen. And this song with Jaco Pastorius on bass and David Sanchez on saxophone absolutely sets me free every time. Have a great one.
Fred Podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of our sponsors, Kelly Subaru, Safe, Frugal, and Green, Riverfront at MLK and at kellysubaru.com, Dr. Brett Moldenhauer, Institute for Acupuncture and Wellness, and Northspring Cryotherapy, northspring.com. And after 16 episodes of Rockyology, I figure most of you folks have figured out by now that the ones who go to fredpodcast.com or wherever you go to get your quality podcasts and listen to it purely on the internet as a podcast, you get a little extra something special, a little something, something, a little something, something we throw in there for you that you cannot hear on the FCC controlled airwaves. This band is called Brass Against. It used to be called Brass Against the Machine. And then they just decided they had to be able to branch out from there because they were just too damn good to be kept in the category and in the album count in the song index of one band only. So check these guys out. It is as loyal a cover as you'll ever hear without using all the same original instrumentation and swapping out a chick vocalist for a guy vocalist, but it still rages, all right? And now you do what they told you. 
Now you're under control. And now you do what they told you. Now you're under control. And now you do what they told you. Now you're under control. And now you do what they told you. Now you're under control. And now you do what they told you. Now you're under control. And now you do what they told you. Now you're under control. And now you do what they told you. Now you're